Cue the music. I should probably should have said that before cueing the music. <laughs> Guess who is there? That's right. Aaron Urquhart joining us for this episode. So if you've got parking questions, this is the episode you've been waiting three months for. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be back. Welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Sean Shapiro. We've already introduced this person, and this is Ask a Traffic Cop. We should, we should have an amended name. You know, ask a parking officer at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I'll get new Well, logos. we'll think of something creative. Absolutely. We always <laughs> do. Uh, if you're watching us, it's probably on a channel that has our stuff on it. Uh, but if you want a different view, like if you're on trying to see us right now on Instagram, um, it looks weird. Like half of my face is on the screen. That's oh, yeah, I moved over. Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's we can be half and half, half on and Instagram. Half, We're half, half wits. <laughs> if you want to see the whole wit, uh, the whole width of the screen, go to the wide version by going to literally any other platform. Uh, it, now, okay, we're on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as Twitter, now referred to as X which is just confusing, but you can't ask questions on X because it's not LinkedIn. But you know what is and should be working today? We should be seeing messages from TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, please ask, just say hello, just so we can make sure it's working and then we'll know what the workload will be like. Uh, in any case, uh, this is a question, this is a, a an opportunity for you to, to do the quick background change. Go to askatrafficcop.ca if you wanna go to the other platform. It's a list of all of our links. You can go to the YouTube, the Twitch, the link, whatever works for you. But right now, let's get into uh, stuff and things. So what's, what's new? You, you took a break, and now you're back, and now we're, we're, we're doing our thing again. Yeah, um, not much new. Just <laughs> the fact I've been out on the road the last three months. Um, it was really cool to meet a lot of people who recognize the videos and TikTok and just say, oh, are you Aaron from TikTok? And yeah, it's, it was... Uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to be out on the road full time again, um, because before I was doing, you know, kind of hybrid work where I'd be out on the road and then I'd be editing and make content and be working in the office. But uh, yeah, it feels good to be able to get back into the creative niche of educating and entertaining you all with parking enforcement content, because, yeah, it's uh, some really informative stuff that I push out there and a lot of people have benefited from it and told me they've learned a lot. So that's the whole goal. It is awesome uh, meeting people out in in the wild. In the that, wild, that watch yes. our stuff. <laughs> but but what many people don't realize is that the police service can redeploy us whenever we need to. And you know, if there's what's it called unit needs, that's what it's exactly. called. Exactly. They need yeah. you on the road because stuff and things are happening. When we go out on the road, and when if the opportunity is available to come back, we do what we got to do. Yes. Uh, before we get into too many things. One, I can tell you that the TikTok link is working. So if you're adding questions on TikTok, please put a cue before your question so I know it's a question. Otherwise, I will assume it is background chatter and I'll ignore it because we have many, 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 many people who are chit-chatting uh, amongst themselves. Because we, we have 120 people currently watching on TikTok alone. So there you go. No, that's my watch listening oh, to me. I'm like, oh. No, it was my Apple, my, my Apple <laughs> well, watch. Well, let me turn listening. mine on on silent, too, just because it's uh, going to be dinging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. I'll, How I'll, do I do that? Oh, silent mode They've on. done it different. It's different now, isn't it? Yeah, like, the update now, like, it's, I don't know. Where's the mute? Here, is that? No, yeah, that's silent mode. I'm in silent mode. I've achieved success. <laughs> uh, Vision Zero, before we get into other things, I want to talk about Vision Zero. They are a dedicated group of officers who write a ton of tickets. Yes, they do. They're an enforcement team that does nothing but enforcement. They are there to change driver behavior one ticket at a time. They do that by focusing on particular behaviors. They're the behaviors that lead to serious injury and death on our roads, and that's why we focus on them. Speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving is where they, 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 they put their focus 
very focused. Uh, today they are in 32. No, 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 they're in 23. See, I did the, the, the flippity flop. 23 division and 53 division. That's Rexdale, Jamestown, Martin Grove, Lawrence Park, Young and Eglinton, Rosedale, Lee's Side. And that's neighborhoods that real people live, work, and play in and deserve to be safe. If you live there, you want us there too, keeping your friends, family, and others safe. Uh, if you want to know where we're going to be every day, go to Traffic Services on Twitter, but not on, the, on X. Yeah, at traffic service, or just go to trafficcop.ca. You get links to all of our social media. We post it on uh, X, we post it on Instagram, and we post it on uh, Facebook every single day. Yes, we do. Uh, okay, with that out of the way, with our stuff be having been said, uh, we're, we're, let's see who's in the room. We have Scott Massey, who uh, uh, has a very long question. So he's, he got in uh, at quarter two uh, to ask <laughs> it in two advance. parts to it, yeah. It, it's a, it's a, it's a two-parter. Okay. Uh, can a license, oh, 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 oh. Can you have a license plate holder that has white neon light, does not cover any of the plate, and is an actual holder that you attach to your plate, not something that goes on after your plate? Uh, then the part two is, if so, could it be any other color than amber or white? And just to be clear, it does not cover any part of the plate. It just gives light around the whole plate. It does not obstruct any part of the plate. Okay. Um... I see what you're saying. So you're talking about like having like light that would give drop shadow. Here's the deal. The only color of light that can be on the rear of the vehicle is amber and uh, red for the purposes of projecting light. If it's for the, uh, the license plate bulb, it can only be white. Now, would this be a license plate light? It's not exactly. There's a limitation of three lumens or three candela of power for license plate lights. Um, it, what you're suggesting may or may not trigger issues. I, I don't know. I appreciate that it wouldn't cover any portion of the plate, and that would be good because that would be a hundred and ten dollar ticket if it did. But the the maybe if it was just a, a light glow, it wouldn't cause an issue, and it might might be okay. Uh, but there's a lot of maybes, ifs, and could bes, and I don't know for certain because I've never ever seen anybody do what you're suggesting. Cool. Uh, Stephen Bell says, "Hey, good morning, Sean." Actually, he didn't <laughs> say hey; he said hi. Uh, it, I was waiting for it to pop up. Uh, so happy Friday, Stephen. Uh, good morning, Sean. Happy Friday from Tim. Uh, Tim Shallow. And uh, I, I keep mentioning the fact that I met his wife and, and, and son at the, uh, uh, at the Fan Expo event, but I did not meet him. He was off doing other things. Uh, and, and you got a good morning, Aaron. Welcome back from Stephen Bell. Thank you. And, oh, look, look at this. Following Sue, we got, uh, <laughs> we got Tim doing the same. Uh, Danny Wiley, 386 on TikTok says hi. Uh, Puffa Billionaire says hello. <laughs> Adam uh, Scanlon says hello. We got Lucky Penny. Well, everyone needs a Lucky Penny. Uh, <laughs> they say hello. Uh, Owen Connor says, hey, we have, is that Aaron? A message That's from Danny. me. Hello. Rick wants to know how the new bike is. Oh, that's a nice question, actually. Um, so if you saw some of my recent TikToks, um, well, especially my I'm back TikTok I posted on Tuesday, I believe. So I've actually still been riding my old bike. Um, we haven't gotten the inventory of all the new bikes yet. So um, and they're also really big frame. So it's like kind of awkward, but they, they're, they're great. I just need a bike that's my actual size. Um, it is a little different to get used to because the handlebars are much wider. So it's been a little difficult navigating that. Like I've almost like, you know, veered off because it's so wide. But no, they're great. They're they're much lighter, um, very smooth. Uh, I do love them. I just need my proper size. I uh, I have not had the proper size bicycle in a long time. 
Yours is too big. I saw your video this morning, actually, yeah. about the fact that you're on your old bike uh, doing your, your getting gear uh, video. Oh, yes. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I, when I was 15, I bought a, a bicycle. It was a Diamondback Apex. It is a Diamondback Apex. I still have it. Uh, and I bought it for off-roading, and it was a, I wanted a smaller frame. And now I'm an old guy who doesn't want to do off-roading, and I want a bigger frame, <laughs> and it's not it's no longer comfortable for me. Oh. Um, maybe one of my children will grow up fast enough to enjoy it before it disintegrates into dust. <laughs> You'd hope so. Don't want that to go to waste. Uh, let's see here. We oh, got lots, lots, lots of, of questions. Yeah, it's wow. great. No, this is fantastic. I love the fact that TikTok can, can go directly yeah, into the awesome. room. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's see here. We got questions, and oh, we got lots of questions. Okay. Uh, are you allowed to cross over? Okay, let me go back. I flagged 16 questions. We'll get those dealt with first. And what's the first one? It says, yesterday I went for my G and they canceled my G test as soon as I arrived. It was a three-hour drive. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that you went there and they had done that to you. Uh, I don't, it says that they, they, they never notified you. What can I do? I have no idea. Why? Because that is not a, a Toronto police situation, nor is it even an MTO thing. Drive test is a separate entity, from my understanding. Uh, but, you know, it's a not cool situation. Did they give you a reason why they cancel it? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, that really it's something to deal with and, and possibly complain to them about. Uh, but I, I do feel badly for you. That that, that stinks, especially because you were, like, so close. And I'm sure you would have passed. I'm sure you you believe the same thing uh, as I do. Uh, yeah. I'm, passed, I'm right? disappointed for you. That, yeah. that, that sucks. <laughs> it could, for me, that was the biggest deal, like getting my license and getting it done and being part of the everybody else group. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's okay. Here's a question for both of us. At least I will take it as a both of us question. Rick wants to know what's the most expensive ticket you've given out. Am I going first? Sure. Okay. Well, it's pretty standard. Uh, our highest fine that we can issue is for the accessible spots. So, with the you know accessible permit. So I I, I try to not say the old term. Um, well, I, I think for the purposes of of making sure everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. What used to be considered a, a handicapped yes. permit is now called an accessible permit because the language is. Is better yes uh, but but so if, if for wheelchair accessible is what we're talking about yes exactly so uh, those tickets are four hundred and fifty dollars and if you get caught uh, fraudulently abusing those permits and it's not your permit not only that you get the ticket you can get charged by a police officer yeah and that could be up to like a five thousand dollar fine is from my understanding so on the topic of accessible permits we have Scott who wants to know uh, I have a uh, handicap he calls it a handicap permit it's his so it's the okay. language you choose uh, where can I and can I not? Sorry, where can I? Where, where can and cannot I? Anyway. Okay, I, I know what you're trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> it's, it's, uh. um, so you, there are a handful of exemptions with the accessible permit. Um, but the major ones that you really want to know is in Toronto specifically. Every municipality has their own certain rules. But in Toronto, if you are parking on street in a metered area, so the green P pay and display areas, you do not have to pay. Um, again, green P lots are a different story. I believe you could, you still have to pay in an actual like underground or upground green P lot. Uh, but on street, free of payment, uh, you can park in no parking areas. Like, so just the P with the slash through it anytime, but make sure you are nine meters away from an intersection because you cannot I, park nine meters. I learned that one first. Yes, so it could be a no parking zone, but you're like very close to the intersection and you can still get a ticket with your accessible permit. So be mindful of that. Um, anything that is a timed offense. So like if it's one hour street park, free street parking, or it's like the one hour with the green circle around it, you get 24 hours in, in those areas. So those are like the major ones. Anything that's no parking, um, 
metered parking you're exempt from as long as you're not obstructing the flow of traffic. And uh, just be careful of no stopping and no standing areas because you are not exempt from those areas and you can still get a ticket. And there are $100 fines. You don't want that. No, fines are not fun, but they are there to try and dissuade people from doing the wrong thing. Yes. Oh, why don't you go back to the, the previous question about the most expensive ticket you've given oh, out? Oh, yes. I entirely <laughs> forgot to answer that. So, we'll, we'll, so for, okay, let's get this out of the way just because I have it on screen. Yes. Uh, are you on the clock right now? Yes. We're in a police station. We're wearing uniforms. We're both wearing watches. There are clocks <laughs> on the walls. We're being paid to be here. This is part of what our responsibilities are as members of the Toronto Police Service. We're media relations officers. We speak to uh, frontline or, or, or what's it called, traditional media, you know, your news and radio and television people. Uh, we also have a responsibility to you, the public, and social media where we provide education and uh, we also create training opportunities or training content for both internal and external use. So we teach use about laws and we also inform our internal members about changes in procedures and uh, policies and laws. That's right. Yeah, we do that sort of stuff. You summed it up pretty nice. I, I try, I try. <laughs> so what's the most expensive ticket that I've ever given? So I've charged people, well, for, for a ticket on its face that has a, you, this is the price on, you can pay it or you can choose to fight it. $615, I believe is the highest set fine ticket I've ever given. And that is a, uh, distracted driving ticket, $615, three demerit points on conviction for the first time, seven on the second time, uh, and suspension, sorry, three-day suspension, seven-day suspension. Uh, but the deal is that that's if you pay it. If you take it to court, it could go higher. I think it can go up to $500. Uh, if not higher, maybe it goes to 1000 But Ooh. But in terms Ouch. of the actual <laughs> highest consequence dollar-wise, I would regularly charge people for driving without insurance on their motor vehicles. Uh, that has no set fine, meaning you have to go to court. And the judge, JP, determines what the fine is going to be on conviction. And that has a fine range of $5,000 minimum up to $25,000 and up to six months in jail uh, on a first conviction. And stunt driving, actually, that's another one that, that has a very high, not as high as the potential $25,000, but stunt driving, which I would regularly charge people for, uh, actually has consequences that may make it feel like it's more expensive. For instance, uh, you lose your license for 30 days. So maybe you have 30 days of Uber coming up. That's an instant cost. Uh, you have a 14-day vehicle impound, which you're responsible for paying for both the towing and the storage of the vehicle. Uh, that has a consequence of probably about 1500 bucks. It has a two to $10,000 fine associated to it. Uh, that's, uh, bless you. Excuse me. Uh, two to $10,000 fine and up to six months in jail on conviction for the first conviction. The second time you can... Uh, you, you, oh, sorry, on a first conviction, it's a one to three year suspension, which also means more Uber. Uh, on a second conviction, it is three to 10 years. On a third conviction, it's a lifetime ban. So those those are charges I'd regularly uh, issue and have serious consequences. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> hey, more people wanna know if we're getting their tax dollars, uh, or actually they didn't specify their tax dollars, but tax dollars, yes, do pay uh, salaries of police people, and we are police people who are getting paid by said dollars. Uh, so yes, uh, educating the public is part of traffic safety. And oddly enough, we're both in the traffic safety business, even though Aaron's focus is as a parking enforcement officer, mine is as a police officer. We both keep people moving and keep people safe in different ways. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you bike in the winter, Aaron? I do, as long as the roads are dry and safe enough. It's usually when we get a big dump of snow that's Usually when I'm like, well, it's, yeah, it's not worth it for me just for my own safety. Um, so, yeah, but if it's dry and clear roads and I just layer up and keep myself warm and, yep, we ride. We ride year round until until we can't. 
at a certain point, you got to make yes, the decision. Yes, of that, course. And this, I was talking about this yesterday because yesterday we had the CAA, OPP, MTO, Toronto Police launch of winter driving awareness and preparedness. So we got together at a collision reporting center and talked about when you need to report, what are the kind of things you can do to avoid collisions. And one of them is something that I think people don't realize is your first, you start at choosing to get in your car and drive or get on your bicycle or motorcycle or whatnot, your yes. vehicle and drive. And that is the first, there are days when you should not drive. And yep. unless you're dealing with an absolute emergency, and even if you're driving with an emergency, it's not worth getting on the road. So people say, well, what happens if I run a red light because I couldn't stop? What well, means you were driving too quickly for the conditions or you should not have been driving at all. And yeah. you're still responsible. Totally, I agree. There's something uh, I remember when this was, I was on vacation years ago in Banff and I had witnessed a awful fatal crash right in front of my eyes on my way to Banff just uh, in Calgary. And I was pretty shooken up about it. And someone that I met in Banff who was actually a volunteer firefighter who was talking about it because the whole highway shut down. And uh, he was like, you know, what people don't realize, one of the most dangerous things you can do in your everyday life is get into your car and drive. And that's not because of your capabilities. It's everyone else on the road, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And what I witnessed was a huge truck came across the other side of the highway, obliterated multiple cars. Like, it was, it was terrible. But, yeah, that's just... Anyways, side note. <laughs> While you're reading questions, I'm reading. I'm, 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 sta I'm stacking the deck. I'm flagging questions that we can ask. But I did did notice that Ryan, who is uh, on Instagram's thin white line interceptor, says for Miss Bikehart, how many times do you hear "I'm just doing my job" per day? Um. Oh. Oh. I'm just doing like for people that I'm that I'm ticketing. I'm guessing. Um. Yeah. You know. Sometimes. Like. Usually. Uh, if people are, you know, working, if they're, you know, doing uh, their job entails parking illegally and multiple times a day, then, yeah, I've, I've heard that a good handful of times. And I say back to them, well, I'm just doing my job. Like, <laughs> I'm not out here, you know, to make your day worse. I'm out here to do what I am paid to do, which is to enforce the parking bylaws and keep the traffic moving. So, yeah, I, I hear that quite often. David says... They are not answering questions. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I thought we were answering questions, but, oh. but David doesn't think so. That's okay. Uh, we have 29 in the queue, so it takes a while. We don't do this instant ask and, uh, and, and answer business. Uh, we do go through the list and try and do it chronologically. We do that right until 11 o'clock, which is 40 more minutes. And if we make it through all of them, we will get to you. And if we don't make it through all of them, you might have to come back another day and do this again. Uh, but we do our best. All right. Zavizio has a question or a statement. I haven't read it yet. Hi. And that's clap, clap, clap. Uh, are we allowed to make left through single double solid line to get to a plaza? And is it fine if I block traffic behind me while I'm waiting to make a turn? So that's a very good question. You can, in fact, make a left turn across a yellow line. In fact, you can do a lane change and pass someone on a solid or double line. The lines are, themselves are not enforceable in Ontario. Some provinces they are, some states they are. Ontario they're not. But you are responsible for what happens next. So if you drive into oncoming traffic and crash, obviously that's your fault. You're going to get charged. If you're making a turn and you're signaling and coming down to a stop to enter a roadway or uh, or, or driveway, that's legal. Um, and the cars behind you, depending on the type of road you have there, um, can either pass you or not pass you, depending on the design. So if it's a one-lane road with a gravel shoulder, they cannot pass you. If it's a, sorry, two-lane road, um, but if it has multiple lanes, it can obviously change lanes and move around you. If it is a one lane in either direction and has a paved shoulder, then they can they can go around safely around you. So it depends on the situation, but yes, you can. It just depends. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they are confirming that you are in fact 
my traffic ticket buddy. Oh. <laughs> I miss. I don't write tickets anymore, and that's, that's probably good for everybody who's out on the road uh, because <laughs> I would write a lot of them. I used to, and I, I don't anymore because I'm, I'm not on the road. Uh, some of you, if, if you're new to the channel, it's due to injury. I was in a motorcycle collision on duty. Uh, but uh, I, I do hope to one day get back on the road, and then everyone's in trouble because I will write a lot of tickets. Uh, question from David, the person who thought I was not answering questions, <laughs> is actually getting their question answered. Do you think the 401 should be doubled in size from Windsor to the Quebec border? Um, that is a very w unusual question. I have no opinion <laughs> on it, uh, nor do I have anything to do with designing said roads and, and stuff. So... Uh, do I think that there's so much traffic that you have to double the, the width of roads? I, I don't have an opinion on it. I've driven there. I've never had an issue. Uh, there's never been so much traffic that's taking me longer that doubling it would make it. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see here. Do you have to have or do you have? Uh, do, do you both have? University or college degrees. So I have post-secondary. Um, and actually, I'm thinking of going back and doing more. I want to do some more. and get a, uh, a, I want to do a program with uh, Guelph Humber. Oh, amazing. And I also have a college degree as well, post-secondary, also from Humber College. Yeah, so I, I did that with Humber, and I want to go back and do more. It's one of those things. We're forever learning in this job. It is, uh, it is something that, although not required, is certainly a benefit in application because you're competing against other people. Uh, so if it's, if it's down to two people and one has a university education and the other one doesn't, you probably get another point in the scoreboard award and maybe you get hired before the other person does. But uh, it is a benefit, but not a necessity. You have to have grade 12 to uh, to join. And someone I saw down the way said, are you hiring? And we are hiring. Uh, how's parking doing? Are they hiring anytime um, soon? We actually just hired a class. They just started training like a week or two ago. So uh, we've just hired two like huge classes in the last you know four or five months. So uh, I, don't, I don't foresee us having another class until maybe the new year, but uh, stay tuned. Well, whenever I find out, I'll, I'll push that out yes. on my socials as well. And what are your socials? Uh, my socials, I am on TikTok, X, and Instagram. That's all I have. I, I don't have YouTube or anything like that. But it is TPS underscore bike heart and heart as in like my last name, H-A-R-T. So go check those out. I am back and active on all of those platforms now. So come check it out. And I put it on screen oh, for anyone who was curious. And, and you know, I, I wasn't sure I still had that there, but I do. So it's it's there for your enjoyment. Now, the site that I have up is tps.ca forward slash careers. It is where all of our employment opportunities are posted. Uh, Police Constable, we're always hiring. If you go there and click onto it, you will find everything you ever wanted to know. And the button to apply now. Uh, parking enforcement officer, when applications are being accepted. <laughs> Who's that? What? What? Oh, my goodness. Uh, famous person. I'm with a famous person. Uh, <laughs> if you are interested in volunteer opportunities with the Toronto Police, uh, the fine gentleman on screen is a checkerhead. I call them that because I was once one, so I get to. Uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta ban somebody oh. for being silly. I wasn't. Uh, Do we have JD here today? No, no, no. no, no. I just block them. I'm done. I, I would mute sometimes, but this person's been constantly. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's okay. We'll yeah, say, yeah, we'll I say I goodbye. I see it. I see. It. Oh my goodness. Oh. Did I not block them properly? No. There you go. There we confirm they're blocked. Is that okay. on TikTok? Or That's TikTok, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm using my phone as a, as a second. We've got 167 people in the chat. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> if you're watching us and have no idea who we are, my name is Sean Chipper. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day. And next to me is Parking Enforcement Officer Aaron Urquhart. <laughs> Making your live debut, yeah. uh, you'd be, you, you were with us, used to be on all the time, then mm -hmm. you took a break, so you were deployed back to the road, and now you're back into the media role, and we're happy to have you back. Yes. Um, you can follow 
her and you can follow me and you can follow us and there's so many different channels you can follow yes uh back to the employment thing for a second uh volunteer opportunities they are taking auxiliary officers uh it's going to be next year so applications are open right now from my understanding uh certainly reach out to a recruiter to see if that would be an opportunity for you you have to put you have to commit to 150 hours a year uh it is the best way to serve your community in a volunteer capacity and volunteerism is something that's really important to people who want to become police officers just saying uh now you don't have to be a uh, a uniform member you don't have to be a parking enforcement officer there are civilian opportunities that are regularly posted to the job site uh, right now there are currently two roles payroll coordinator and communications operator um, what do they pay what do they do well if you go to the website you'll find out uh, payroll coordinator can make between 67 and change to 76 and change uh, you have to apply before November 14th for that position and oh I pressed I went back too far and then communications operator which is a incredible job these are the folks who answer 911 calls and dispatch police officers so something that you uh, you should absolutely uh, look at it is a difficult job they make between 74 and change and 97 and change that's my new thing i used to say 97 405 and i'm just they didn't change <laughs> or do i just say 74 to 97,000 and forget the the other numbers i don't know i can't decide we'll figure it out later <laughs> uh let's get back to your questions because that's really why we're here we got the wrong button i pressed things are laggy okay uh okay we have so you guys now have st a streaming room so if you've been following us for a while, you may notice that this is a different environment. We used to be in an open area section that we sort of pieced together and this office was being used for something else. We've removed and pushed things around and we basically wanted to be able to give you an uninterrupted uh, experience without people walking by saying, hey, I'm going for lunch, anybody want anything? Yeah, this is a little <laughs> more private and we're, we're not finished yet. This is being decorated. We're actually getting some soundproofing put in. Uh, we're, 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 the, the service is supporting our efforts in social media, which I appreciate, it is quite cool. Uh, let's see here. Can or do emergency vehicles use the carpool lane? Absolutely. Emergency vehicles can use the carpool lane. Uh, buses can use it. Police, uh, fire and ambulance can use it. it but, emergency vehicles can basically do anything. Well, not exactly anything, but they can do a lot more things uh, and, and are, are exempt from certain rules like speeding. They're permitted to legally speed uh, because they're doing it for the lawful execution or within the lawful execution of the duties of performed by police, fire and ambulance people. So it is definitely a way to get through traffic and, and often don't have to even use our lights and sirens to make space. Uh, what is it? Someone wants to know if Dom Winning wants to know if we can tell that he has a fake catalytic converter in my diesel, uh, in their diesel. I have no idea. I'm not a catalytic converter police guy. I'm not a, a commercial motor vehicle guy. Uh, not something that I would do, but I can tell you that we have commercial motor vehicle inspectors. Uh, they are police officers, many of whom are actually licensed mechanics as well. Uh, that are trained in all aspects of getting uh, to, to, to identify whatever it is they're trying to identify, um, yeah, they would likely figure it out real quick. I, and that's me speculating. Somebody in the comments actually said, yes, they can. So I'm going to assume, yes, we can. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, oh, follow-up question. You're, saying, you're asking if you can cross over a solid line to allow someone to pass you on the right. Um, could you? Technically, there's no rule about crossing that line. The issue is if you cross that line to let someone pass and cause a collision, it's your fault. I would probably not be doing things like that, but uh, you, you make your own decisions and you unfortunately live with the consequences. Evandro, good morning. Your Brazilian fan is watching. The snow season is coming. I think it would be interesting to give some tips. For example, always have winter 
Oh, water. Yeah, winter in the car sucks. Water in the car, good idea. A blanket and drive with full tank to avoid losing the car's heating. Very interesting points. Let's talk about it. Um, well, first of all, what about you? What do you do for, for winter for your vehicle or whether it be on work or not work? Well, being in Canada, first and foremost, having a snow brush and ice scraper in the car for sure. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little spoiled when it comes to my personal car because I live in a condo. So I park my vehicle in an underground garage. So my car is nice and clean and toasty. But must be nice. Most, <laughs> most importantly, um, snow tires, especially in, in Canada. Like we need to get the snow tires on now because we had freezing rain and stuff the other day. Um, but those are, and, and also making sure, yeah, like the maintenance of the car is all up to date. You don't want your car breaking down in the middle of a, a snowstorm. Um, yeah, those are, I don't know. I'm not really a car girl, so, <laughs> so maybe, maybe you could answer things, that better. That's okay. The, the basic things that we talk about, obviously having a full tank of gases to prevent freezing for any water that might be in the system. Uh, and, and the idea of not running out of gas. If you do get stuck, you want to have your heat running as long as possible. Um, because I've seen situations where cars are stuck for hours, if not days. Now, obviously, the ones that are stuck for days usually get abandoned there and then get retrieved after snow removal because they dig them out. Cause, mm -hmm. And those are extreme situations. Uh, even a candle, having candles in your vehicle, if you run out of gas, yeah, to be able to generate nice. small amounts of heat, uh, when it makes a difference, uh, candles can be good. So part of an emergency kit. Uh, but let's talk about things before you get into collisions because after you know, packing for what if you get into a collision means you didn't do the right job to, and you got into a collision. So uh, you know, making sure that you can wear your seatbelt properly is a big thing. Uh, and, and, and mostly, I mean, don't wear big puffy jackets that prevent you from being able to operate your motor vehicle safely. Big boots and big jackets, which keep you warm when you're outside of the vehicle, can actually interfere with your ability to drive. Uh, also, it prevents your seatbelt from working properly. So I would suggest uh, that you wear a thin layer. I have a polar fleece that I wear when I drive. The big jacket goes in the backseat or the trunk, depending on who's in the vehicle with me. Uh, big boots prevent you from being able to, you know, push the pedal you want. So sometimes people want to hit the brakes and they hit the gas instead because they're hitting both and it causes a collision. That's bad. Uh, big Biggest things in terms of behavior, slow down, give yourself lots of time to get to where you're going or possibly not even go anywhere because it may not be safe to drive and you making the decision to drive is what gets you into a bad spot. Uh, so often people run red lights and they say, well, it's slippery, it's not my fault. I, no, you made the ultimate decision to get on the road, it is your fault. You're responsible for everything your vehicle does, even if it's slippery. Okay, um, boom, boom, boom. Just uh, acknowledging Scott's thank you uh, while we're going through. Thanks for uh, answering my question, trying to answer my question and actually taking all my questions. You are a regular here, Scott. We, we appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, oh, okay, let me flag this. We got uh, Chris uh, says hello. We'll, we'll come back to him in a second. Uh, Chase, good morning, sir. Uh, do, do, do. Scrolling through. Good morning. Zombie said they what, what, what had trouble getting into Twitch. Wow. Okay. Uh, we'll come back in a second here. Uh, Big Jeff Fresh says good morning. We're, we're, we're about you know, 15 minutes behind on the questions. So if you're wondering why, if you, if you didn't see these questions being asked on your screen, it's because they happened 15 minutes ago and we were just getting through things. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Okay. Flagging these. Let's get back into a question and I'll come back and flag some more. Uh, question for you, actually, is what kind of bike do you ride? Ah, I can answer this because I actually did a video on this yesterday where I found out the name brand, which is actually, it's called Bond Tracker, which is owned by Trek. Uh, I just found that out yesterday. So those are the new bikes. I can't tell you about the old bikes. There's like no decals. on. Yeah, it's like a hybrid mountain bike. But uh, yeah, we ride 
Bond Trager Trek mountain bikes, they <laughs> hybrid have, bikes. They have tires. <laughs> they have, yeah. Uh, you know, I, at the end of the day, is it, I mean, I used to be really into bikes and I was, I geeked out on all the different things and what alloy they were. You know, and now at this point, I just want a bike that doesn't break. Yeah, it, I think I believe it's a nine-speed, the oh, like nine-speed nine gears. Not a 24-speed. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. I guess you don't need that because you're not off-roading. No. Good to know. Uh, a follow-up from uh, from Ryan Pinn, our driving instructor extraordinaire coming out of Nova Scotia because we're an interprovincial show here, if you didn't know. Actually, we're international. We have visitors and, and viewers who come in from all over the world, and we appreciate them. Uh, so what is the story? He says, kitty litter or sand in a container in the trunk can help you get unstuck. You can also use a rubber floor mat if it's not too attached. Uh, very good. I think having uh, military-style fold-up shovels or plastic ones that are less cold up to the hands, really important. I think packing, if you're having you know full-on winter gear and blankets, is good to have uh, for the what-if-just-in-case situations. But I like the kitty litter or sand option. Uh, maybe not kitty litter because I, I think sand would just be easier for me to, to get to. It's probably cheaper than kitty litter. Yeah. Is there is there a reason, Ryan, that kitty litter is the first one on your list, or is it just people who would steal from their kittens? <laughs> yeah, kitty litter, is especially a good one, it ain't cheap. <laughs> I imagine not. No. Uh, what is the most obscure road law? Well, how about for parking world? Is there an obscure parking law? There's so many parking bylaws, like some that I've never even ticketed before. Um, there's some very like specific ones when it comes to like certain weight on trucks on certain residential streets. Uh, I can't really think of one on the top of my head. Well, a lot of people don't know that you can't, well, you should know because it's a safety concern in my opinion, like parking facing the wrong way of traffic. So mm -hmm. like left wheels to curb. I, like, I'll see that sometimes and I'm like, how did you even get your car there? First of all, like dangerous because when you pull out of that spot you're just coming into oncoming traffic. So this is contraflow parking. Contraflow parking, yes. But, and also... People with accessible permits are exempt from that bylaw yes, because, are. you know, someone with a permit could be getting on, on that side of the car. So that's a different circumstance. For to me, I think it's I think I think it's personally just wild when someone parks that way for no apparent reason. And I'm like, why? Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> Anytime someone does something that really is outside of the norm. Yeah. It just throws everybody off. And I think that's probably why it's not allowed, because it's, it's it makes awkward re-entry into the roadway yeah uh, it's also why we don't suggest people pull over to the left side of the road even though it is a legal option if you're on a divided highway uh, that it should be the right side of the road because re-entering the roadway is more difficult yeah. uh, so in terms of my obscured road law uh, i think it's the fact that sleigh bells uh, are required on your sleigh and you can get charged i think it's five or ten dollars but uh Wait, bells. what yeah sleigh bells like on, on, sleigh. on like like a horse and uh, yeah. like horse and sleigh exactly that's they're covered under the highway traffic act so they need to have the the jingle bells really i don't know if they have to jingle but they what? have to have they have to have sleigh, sleigh bells. bells wow and i know someone I who know has that. a conviction or was able to secure a conviction against the driver for not having sleigh bells which is a story in itself uh, wow but, but it would be another officer's story for them to tell we'll the see more if we you can know get them to yeah i've never heard that uh can you have lights on your tires i i think what you mean is on the valve stems on your wheels I wouldn't suggest it. Most of the time, those are made out of aluminum uh, or, or cheap plastic, but the aluminum ones uh, react to the brass fitting of the valve and causes it to corrode and bond, which means you, you can't put air in your tires after. It's just a bad idea, especially in the winter. Uh, in terms of whether or not it's legal, could you get a uh, charge? Um, potentially. I, I, I don't know what I would charge someone with if, if it was distracting enough. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if it's blinking, if it's red, intermittent flashes of red light are illegal. Uh, there's a, there's a, I just don't think it's a good idea. But yeah, I'm sure someone could find a church delay. <laughs> uh, TPS employee policy on, off, duty, recreational drugs and the requirement to be fit for duty the next day. Well, you must be fit. I think the original thing was you had to be off for like 25 days or something it's crazy. 28 days. 28 days after consumption of recreational drugs that were legal, of course. Um, I think now it's four or five. I don't use this four. stuff. I don't know. I believe it's 24 hours. Is that it? Yep. I don't, I, I'll <laughs> never need to know this because I'll never have any recreational drugs in yeah. my system. But it went from 28 days to 24 hours, I believe, yeah. But you have to be fit for duty. And yeah. obviously, if you are unfit for duty, you're going to get in trouble. Uh, and, and that means you're going to get you know documentation, uh, sent home, lose pay. Like, uh, And if you're impaired, obviously, you're, you're going to be potentially arrested if you if you're driving to work while unfit for the road yeah uh, you know uh, that that's that's a problem uh right turn from the bike lane you mean like a motor vehicle making a right turn over and through the bicycle lane that's what i'm thinking i'm, I'm, I'm guessing jackson that. wants to know that um here's the deal bike lane there's three types of bike there's sharrows which are basically just a, a portion of the area of the road that says bikes are going to be here and then you've got cycle lanes that that are um, available for a, a large variety of of bicycles and and vehicles. Like uh, e-bikes can be in them, um, but they don't. They're not divided. They're just a painted line, and those very often have hash marks when you approach an intersection, depending on how that intersection is designed. And uh, drivers very often are permitted to. Uh, move into them at the curb, uh, at the intersection, to pinch that curb so that bicycles go around them instead of going uh, to their right. Uh, and that makes it safer for cyclists, even though cyclists may not agree. Uh, then there's cycle tracks, and uh, those are divided either by a curb or stanchions or flower pots or whatever. Uh, those you don't enter, but you must yield and make sure you don't uh, cause a cyclist to get hurt. Because that's that's really a, a major problem. Do you run yeah. into a lot of problems with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like what you described. I remember we were like, this was like years ago when yes. we were at that corner of like Adelaide and Peter where it was the hash marks and we were trying to film a video, uh, an informative video of like cyclists and cars. Like this is what you do. And all of the car, none of the cars were merging into the, the cycle lane because of, I feel like the green paint throws people off, but the green paint is Just to says, indicate this yes. is a shared space, yes. right? And, uh, you know, I've had like I've, I've been, you know, a cyclist and a driver in this job before. And I've had a cyclist freak out at me when I did exactly that, where I merged into the hash marks to make the, the right turn. Um, and the cyclist got angry with me. And I'm like, no, no, like this is what I'm supposed to do. And you're supposed to you know, I checked to make sure it was clear you were behind me. It just, yeah, so I, it can be frustrating as both a driver and a cyclist, <coughs> especially me. if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. And, so. and we sort of have a million different intersections that are designed a million different ways. There's there's a lot of inconsistency. It, actually, the only thing that is consistent is the lack of consistency. Uh, <laughs> so what that means is it's confusing. And uh, at, at the end of the day, we want to make sure people are safe. So whatever you do, do it with caution. Because if you're turning, you're going to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it legal to use en route just to pit stop to go around traffic jam on the 400? So you're saying, can you pull off, change your mind about getting gas and get back on? If you're doing it safely, it's not a problem. That's nothing that says you have to stop, pay for something and get back on. Um, I would say that if you're doing it just to get 100 cars ahead, um, 
that's kind of not nice and uh, and obviously not appropriate. But uh, is it illegal? Maybe you were getting gas and changed your mind. Uh, yeah, I I can't imagine traffic jams being that bad that it's worth doing all that. Because if you're driving recklessly on private property to get past all that traffic, uh, I could see you being pulled over and charged for you know dangerous or or stunt or something depending on what the police officer observes. Probably not a good idea. Uh, why do so many vehicles have dark windows? Well, most vehicles these days have, especially SUVs, have privacy windows in the back, which is kind of cool. Pre-tinted automagical comes with it. Uh, the windows left and right of the driver are regulated along with the windshield, and those have to be no darker. Well, the windshield can have nothing on vehicles manufactured 2017 or newer. Uh, the ones left and right of the driver can have not more than 30% light blockage, meaning 70% of the light has to get through. And... Uh, when you, they're darker than that, they're illegal. But even if they are legal for the purposes of safety, if you prevent police or the public from being able to see in, there's a charge for obsc obscuring the interior of your motor vehicle from uh, or with color coating, color or reflective coating, $110. So dark windows are generally considered unsafe. They obscure your view, and you can be charged even for having an obstructed driver's view. So all in all, dark windows bad. I think that's the light tint, not a problem. Dark windows, bad. Are you part of the RCMP? Are we part of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police? Those people who wear, uh, is it gray shirts with, uh, with, with yellow striped pants for their regular stuff? Or maybe they're like I think khaki so. shirts. And red oh, serge, no. those red with the high brown the boots. The red like the yeah, they got fancy tunic. Tunic. <laughs> it, it, it's fancy. It uh, we are nothing to do with the RCMP. That is a federal police service in the in the country of Canada. Uh, they have different responsibilities in every province. In some places, they actually act as municipal policing in smaller communities uh, or or provincial police in other uh, places. They have they have different roles in different areas. But in Ontario, we have a provincial police service, which is the OPP. We also have many municipal services. So their role here is mostly involving. Um, very like, uh, internationally protected persons. They have a VIP section that handles uh, moving some folks. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what else they do here. They ha I'm sure they may do many things, but it's not uniform capacity stuff. No. Anytime I've run into RCMP, they're like doing plain clothes stuff. Fancy schmancy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Don Paulo, who I, 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 or is it Don Pollo? I don't know if he's going Spanish or uh, <laughs> yeah, which, I saw which way. That comment. But, but he said we're professional. Yappers. Yappers. I think he meant rappers, but I'm, I, I've, I've never rapped, so he's wrong. And then he got blocked for being silly later. Mm -hmm. uh, Zoe wants to know, why do police officers issue careless driving tickets for, I think, rear-end collisions they did not observe? Uh, we can lay charges based on information and evidence. We don't have to observe a collision in order to lay charges. Careless driving um, may not be the most appropriate charge. It is for a very, very long time the blanket charge for a rear-end collision because obviously if you drive into the person in front of you, you are being careless. That's the, the general concept. If you weren't being careless, there wouldn't have been a collision. Um, it, it's sort of a catch-all, and what normally happens is you plead down to a lesser offense in court. Uh, courts came out a while back and said, we'd actually prefer you to lay a more appropriate charge. So we started laying charges like follow too close fail to pull right to avoid collision or, or one direction. Uh, in any case, it depends on what the evidence was and what the statements and the witnesses said, but we were able to lay charges based on that information. Um, is careless good? Careless is usually a combination of, of, of events or, or actions that lead to something. It doesn't have to lead to a collision, but very often does. Uh, so that's, that's the answer as to why, and it's also why it's less common now because we try and be more specific to what we're charging. 
Not that it's wrong to charge that. Um, we answered that. Ethan's yeah. question. Maybe somebody else asked, but we answered a good call. Akela Jaconis, late in the game for the statement of greetings and salutations, but he is <laughs> back after his meeting. Welcome, welcome. Nobody says, I got off all my distracted driving charges. Thanks for your input. I, I don't know specifically what we did to help, <laughs> uh, but uh, but I'm glad that uh, uh, that worked out for you. Don't, don't do it again. Because <laughs> people very often say, well, I got off, so I wasn't guilty. No, you weren't convicted but it doesn't mean you were not guilty and i'm not saying you you may have not been guilty i don't know what your situation was but uh the, the case remains that people get overly optimistic or or, or celebratory over being not guilty and mm -hmm. not being convicted and not being guilty are two different things uh kayla says hi aaron and hi. then cindy says rush hour pulling one car over and wrecking traffic for hours uh, uh yeah sometimes that happens <laughs> uh you know what it is it's called holding drivers accountable, and sometimes that involves messing traffic up for a bit for other people. For hours would be an exaggeration. If we're pulling somebody over and it takes hours, it probably involves an arrest uh, or, or something serious, which just goes to show you how important it is to do what we're doing. Uh, because if you're pulling someone over for doing something like, oh, I don't know, a cell phone, in 10 minutes, they're back to normal, so it's not hours. But maybe you have more information you can share, and I, I, I'm open to hearing it. Uh, but at the end of the day, our responsibility is safety, and changing driver behavior, and sometimes that impacts other people, and that part is not fun, but it's still important. We got uh, Runta Shi, who says hi. Hello. <laughs> Chase, we finally got to the Chase statement. What's Chase's thingamabobber today? So if I can't project white light to the rear, then how can Bell vehicles have flashing amber and white strobe lights on the rear as well? Uh, that shouldn't be on the road with those. They shouldn't have white flashing. That would be technically not permitted. Um, I, and funny, funny thing, I was behind a Bell vehicle yesterday on my drive home up the Don Valley Parkway, and I ended up calling Bell uh, executive offices <clears> because I watched this driver in a giant Bell truck with a giant cap on the, like a, the, the big walk-in workspace um, stunt drive and weave through traffic. So I'm in the mm. process of, of downloading some video because um, I, I look forward to speaking with that driver soon. Uh, just saying. Uh, let's see here. Zavizio wants to know, are there certain speeds, roads slash streets that are not allowed to park in? Any certain speed roads or streets? So based on speed that you can't park on? Is that uh, is that where you're going with that? <laughs> I, I don't understand this question. Nor I. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying. There's there's definitely lots of streets that you can't park on. You like just got to look at the parking signs. But in terms of like... A speed limit, um, like a highway. Don't don't park on a highway. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I can think of. But I, I need I a think, little bit more context to that question. I think uh, TikTok uh, is, broken. is well, broken. Is it? Are we still getting TikTok comments? I don't know. I don't see TikTok comments coming over anymore. Interesting. I can look on the live here and see the any questions. Well, I, I at a certain point. Maybe when I started banning a couple of users, maybe things stopped coming through. Because um, it's been when's the last question? Jin is the last question that came through. And what time was that at? Let's let's take Jin. Oh, okay. Let's do this one first. Uh, Cheese Croissant, who has a fantastic name on TikTok, says, "Can I cross a red light if there's an emergency vehicle behind me?" Uh, so that is again a fantastic, fantastic question. And the answer is no. You have no legal authority to cross a red light, even though the person behind you has that authority. 
you can't do it. What you can do is make a right turn on red if it's safe to do so and legal for you to do so, uh, then you do that. Otherwise, we know what's going on. We know you can't do it. We'll wait for you. Uh, truly, if it was an anticipated or planned event, we would have gone into oncoming traffic to avoid you, uh, to not put you in that position. But, but there is no lawful authority for you to do it. Uh, let's go back to what I was going to try and do, which is take Jin's message. And let's put that on screen. People are like testing in the the chat, so if it's, it's not, not coming, coming up, up then... so it was working for a while. Maybe the, the I, well, I, this is all new. This is a brand new feature that just came to uh, to restream. So we'll reach out to tech support and let them know. Actually, I will uh, send a message to tech support now. Hi, good morning. Good morning. I didn't know you had a guest in. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's fancy. It's fancy stuff uh, today. Uh, I'm sending tech support a message right now. Uh, to tell them that uh, TikTok was working and it stopped. Uh, TikTok uh, comments. Let's see if they can watch it now. What's that? Oh. Yeah, we don't. Yes, he decided not to show up today. <laughs> I think so I just turned it on. I'm moderating now. Uh, we're working. <laughs> then phone. stopped. Okay. Working. Currently not working. live. Oop, my typos are terrible. Uh, currently working, uh, currently live. That's what I want to say. They were going to monitor it today, actually. <laughs> well, they may have forgotten. I'm sure they're very, 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 very busy. But we have lots of questions and we have very little time, so we can, it's actually going to work out. But sadly, the the new people uh, may not be getting the, uh, the their opportunity to be seen. Uh, but that you know what the cool thing about this is we do this Monday to Friday from 10 to 11 So you'll have more opportunities if you come back another day. Oh at this break You know what the cool thing now that I'm uh, doing the the whole watching the messages myself I can mute people and it's very rewarding <laughs> All right, uh, what do we got here? Boom, boom, boom. We have how much snow are you supposed to remove from your car before driving? Only allowed to remove three millimeters. Uh, the, 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 this is the good. The good sergeant said it was making a joke. Uh, the answer is all of it, or at least as, hum, as, as much as humanly possible. I mean, there's some points you're not going to take a scraper and scrape the the ice res that's attached to the body of your your vehicle. It, it, that's one thing, like the thin layer. That's not reasonable, but that's going to melt off. We're talking about all the snow. You should have no accumulation on your vehicle. That's the that's the accumulation. And you should also be removing that from your license plate. A lot of people think that it's a good idea to hop on the 407 or onto toll roads to avoid having to pay because, hey, it's snow. Uh, but the problem is that we can tell the difference between accumulation that fell last night and road grime that has come up while you were driving since you left home. It's a very difference. Usually one is white and one is brown. Just, a, just call that a clue. So... Uh, uh, that's the, that's the deal. Uh, it, you, you should be clearing your your vehicle entirely. Now, what many people do is do that little periscope script, so or like a, a tank window, the tiny <laughs> little window, and they yeah. get about they get about ten minutes in, and then the car is warmed up enough that everything is now sliding down their windshield. They can't see anything. What's on the roof is now uh, sliding forward, and you get a full sheet of ice and twenty five pounds on your window. Th these are these are things we generally refer to as not smart. Uh, also, uh, ticketable. You can be ticketed, ticket, 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 ticket. Yeah, yeah. Take five more minutes and do the whole thing. That's the answer. Uh, why is this not for? Why are we having issues? There we go. Uh, Chris Kazika, did I say that right? Kazalka, right? Kazalka, that sounds Kizalka. right. Chris Kazalka. Okay, hi. 
Sean, it's Chris Kazalka. I met you at the Mad Booth at Fan X Boy. Enjoying the stream. Have a good week, Chris. Thanks for saying hello. Uh, although I can't put a face to the name, we have met many amazing people, literally amazing people. I appreciate you uh, stopping by to say hello. Uh, let's see here. My uncle lives in Minnesota. I can't wait to see what this says. <laughs> And, and has a handicap. Why are you calling it accessible permit? Why are you going? <laughs> you know the language has changed. If you were to come up here and visit and borrow my car, would an out-of-province permit be acceptable with an Ontario car? Uh, that's an out-of-state permit uh, or out-of-country permit, but absolutely, Ontario honors those. Uh, why am I answering for you? Oh, yeah, no. Well, in Toronto, for sure, um, we honor all international accessible permits. It, it, yeah, a, a lot of them look a lot different than ours, so sometimes... I've come across like a, a car with an American accessible permit, but it's like hanging on the the mirror, like the review mirror, and I'm like, oh, whoops, and then I'll, I won't issue it a ticket. So yes, we we honor them. Here. Yes, and even if you had a ticket issued but could provide that later, I'm sure that would be something you could discuss. Like, yes, there, for sure. That would yes. be something you could contact and show proof. Um, when I was in Ottawa, I didn't know what the rules were for Ottawa because it's municipal, so I made inquiries to find out what the rules were there, and they were similar. Not, but, but every jurisdiction has slightly different rules. Yes, yes. It's good to know. So where we provide certain things, others may not. Uh, where do you put the parking ticket if the wipers are up for the snow? TPS parking tape? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that question pop up earlier, so that's a, that's a good question. Um, well, if the windshield is wet because of snow or rain or ice, then the parking ticket just sticks very easily. And it's too. waterproof. And it's waterproof, yes. So uh, you can just peel it off and it will stay on your windshield or I will find some way to affix the ticket to the vehicle because that's really all it needs to be is affixed to the vehicle. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the windshield. Good to know. Yes, yeah, so like if there's big high trucks that I can't reach the windshield, I'm putting that ticket like in the wires of like their big review mirrors or somewhere where they're going to see it sometimes in the door handle of the car because yeah, I'm not going to climb up the steps of their truck, which I have done a time or two, but I don't like to do that because I could. It's get not myself. part of your job. No, it's not. I'm not climbing vehicles. To just just an out of sequence thing. Prince Doty wants to know, how do I ask a question? And you just did. Uh, we the, the I'm looking over at the window over here, which happens to be the uh, TikTok window, even though it's not transcribing over to uh, Restream right now. So ask here, and I'll do my best in the next five minutes to, uh, to answer your question. Uh, Ryan Pin wants to know what your thoughts are on something. No, no, nobility, not oh. mobility. <laughs> nobility scooters. No, what are Aaron's thoughts on nobility scooters parking in accessible parking spots? We see that a lot, actually, where, where someone drives their mobility scooter and parks it in a wheelchair spot instead of driving it into the building. or. Park, oh, my know. gosh. So I've actually never seen that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like may, maybe if you're talking about like plazas and whatnot, um, I've seen a lot of them actually riding on the road. And I've spoken to the people in those mobility scooters like you're talking about like the, the chair ones, right? Yeah. yeah. The legit ones. And I've asked them, I'm like, don't you think it's safer for you to be on the sidewalk? And their response has been the the cracks in the sidewalk between every slab they're, they're of uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And I'm like, well, gee, well, the, you're not supposed to be on the road. I can, I can tell you that I've, I've, I've after my injury, I was using a mobility scooter. Yeah, for a like I feel time. for them, but like maybe get a, a cushioned seat. I don't know, my shocks there, on those things. There are things. absolutely <laughs> different ways, but you know what? You, you deal with what you got, and I can understand yeah. someone dealing with tremendous pain uh, and, yeah. and doing. But I, I saw someone on a bicycle lane, contraflow driving. Uh, just a few days ago on on Young Street, and yeah, uh, it's scary. And yeah, I've it, seen that in bike lanes too. Um, but my thoughts on it, I I don't like it. I don't think it's it, those are meant for 
Like, I understand you have, but like, wouldn't you rather just be in the building on your scooter or wherever you're trying well, to why, go? Yeah, you don't need to put it outside. Know. Well, some buildings may not be AODA compliant. Maybe, and maybe they can't even the get case. in. Yeah. So I could see that being an issue. But I can't issue a, a scooter uh, a ticket. No. Because there's no plate attached to it. Yeah, no VIN, no plate. No. no. Uh, if your insurance cards are expired, do you give them a ticket with the exception of going to the police station to show them you just forgot to put it on your car? If you're... Well, are we talking about me or are we talking about... Oh, I see. This is, I think, for me. So if I pull someone over, I make a demand for insurance and they provide me an expired insurance card, it's not valid. So I would give them a ticket for $65 for failing to surrender uh, an insurance card because the expired one isn't one. Uh, and at that point, they could take it to court and deal with it, but I wouldn't give it. There's no opportunity to come to a police station to deal with it after it's issued. It's issued, it's issued. Um, I appreciate that it's up for, I forgot, I oops, I did, but it, it, at the end of the day, um, no. <laughs> would my post-secondary education count if my diploma is in music? Yes, it would. Uh, paper is paper. And, uh, it, you know, oddly enough, maybe we, we do have a band. <laughs> Marching band? Yeah. You got a marching band. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, while that's not a, a reason to be hired, it certainly <laughs> does. Uh, and maybe there's no specific, but who knows? Maybe there's an opportunity to apply that love of music and yeah. skills and abilities into something in policing. But at the end of the day, it would count. Um, I, I, I don't think they discriminate against what you chose to stop. No. Basket weaving? Underwater basket weaving? No. No. On <laughs> <And> what? <laughs> Underwater bath. You never heard that before? <laughs> no. Uh, Zombie says, it's good to see you back. We all need a break from social media. It's Thank so you. true. Social media can be. It was It was very, honestly, it was really good those, those three months. I was barely on TikTok, like reading comments or even to scroll, you know? I, I did other things. <laughs> it's good. Oh, TikTok got fixed. Oh, good. We have new. Are you okay to go a little longer? I'm, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm happy to. Okay, well, we'll I got we'll, my we'll, water. I'm good. We will not. <laughs> Keep, we won't cut you off. We'll keep going for a little while. Just because we're celebrating Friday. Uh, it's, it's, Friday. Like, it's like we should put music on. <laughs> Speaking of a music diploma, <laughs> yeah. maybe See? you can make us a new jingle for yes. the show. We definitely need something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Friday. tell me that's Chewbacca. It is Chewbacca. Oh, my god. Okay, so you got, you got the Chewbacca. What's this? Hang on. Yeah, stop. It's an Ewok. Oh, see, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. Is that even from Star Wars? It is. Okay. It is, it is from Star Wars. okay. See, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't keep. Yeah, going. I should just. Uh, <laughs> we're getting out of hand here. No, yes. okay. The party, Back to the question. The party time. is off the hook. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll put up a different question up and. Oh, here. What do recruits get paid? Well, that's a question that I should probably go to the page for and show you on screen because when you go to TPS. Dot .ca forward slash careers, you can actually look at this information. Uh, it's available for you to peruse uh, as you make your decisions about your new career. In fact, yesterday I was trying to recruit someone uh, to come join the job. They always wanted to, but their wife says no. And if you're watching, if you're watching, I'm talking about you. <laughs> so if you scroll down, there's all the requirements, uh, the acknowledgement that you're going to work shift schedule, and that might interfere with your life. Uh, cadet in training makes $67,680. Um, which is kind of cool because while I got paid whatever the salary was at the time, I had to pay like eight grand to go to the police college, and it's now free. Prior to it being free for the two-year period that they made it free, uh, the province of Ontario absorbs those costs. But prior to that, it was like twelve or thirteen thousand dollars. That is the equivalent of getting a twelve or thirteen thousand dollars signing bonus. Oh my goodness! How about how about uh, parking enforcement officers? Do you happen to know what the uh, 
the Ooh, introduction uh, uh, cadet and training prices? Will it be on there if you go to the Maybe. careers? Let's do that. I, it's changed. I, I've been on the job nine years, and it, it's changed, I, I believe. So, so parking going enforcement on officer. Years. Let's scroll the scroll scroll. Uh, Salary and benefits. Okay, starting, apparently you just oh, start at 67 so yeah, and then after your first year of employment, you go up to your top pay, um, which I believe is like 71 right now. And you can make a lot more if you do overtime and stuff. So, We're just buying the tech support. Oh, yes. And they're just saying, I appreciate your patience. I'm like, I'm not patient. <laughs> Don't accuse me of being patient. Um, a half an hour later. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. now it's what? fixed. Two hours it, later. Yeah. <laughs> you did it much better than me. I'm not the accent person. No, I, I, yeah, I used to be careful I don't offend anybody. <laughs> um, kitty litter is cheap and comes in a container if you get it from Dollarama. I okay. did not know that they have kitty litter there. They have everything there. I know. I could spend a whole day in Dollarama, honestly. Uh, obs Anyways. Obscure laws from Logan who is our very special friend, uh, who is in Grant, uh, in Brooks, Alberta. No, his name is Grant, last okay. name. Uh, but Brooks, Alberta, he is a, uh, a community constable. Did I ever get, will I ever get your rank right? Uh, and, and actually, next week is going to be on the show. I just said, I, I, actually, would you like to be on the show next week? Uh, <laughs> he, he and I usually uh, get together once in a while, uh, more frequently than before, but, but he has lots going on at home, crying babies and things like that, so mm. I understand why he's being busy. Uh, let's see here. So he says you can't eat ice cream on Sundays on Bank Street in Ottawa. Why? <laughs> they have a bylaw. It's an anti-ice cream bylaw. Well, I have I've never heard of such delicious. things. That is yeah, but that's weird. So wrong. Uh, let's see here. We've got a question from Ben's. Okay. Flag that. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Be excellent to each other. Oh, we got a quote from Achilles Draconis. We'll go there. Um, Looking for a school. Oh, here's a question we can fill time with until I find more questions to flag. Uh, do parking officers have a badge and badge number? Yes, we do. We don't get wallet badges, though, like police officers. The only badge that we get is the one that is on our forge cap that barely anyone wears anymore, that we got baseball caps. Uh, but yes, we do have a badge number. That is the number that you see on our epaulets here. And they usually start with, well, yeah, six is usually the parking badge number and my badge number which is nine 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 four seven uh is what parking sorry which our court officers used to get uh they ran out of those and the story is that i am now a dinosaur <laughs> uh that's what the new special constables call those of us who have nine nine badge numbers uh dinosaurs yeah so did it go to one now or i have no idea eight i, I don't know i don't know I, I just know it's not nine nine mm-hmm uh, I, was, I probably knew at one point, but I no longer know, and I'm going to move on. And Oh, sorry. Can I just say one more thing about Please the do. badges? Fun fact, if you switch positions or careers within Toronto Police, you carry your badge number with you. Case in point, I yes. still have a court officer badge number, even though I'm now a police officer. Uh, let's see here. Shirag. Oh, asking many, many times. Does not make me answer faster, but I will come back to you eventually. Uh, they want to know about sleeping on a highway shoulder if he or she is falling asleep while driving. Okay, uh, not a question, but a comment. We'll come back to that. Uh, there's no court for tickets. What do you mean? For parking tickets. Has it changed? Is it Because I actually did a video. People were asking, should I pay the ticket or should I take it to court? And I said, yes. just pay it. 
uh, take responsibility for your stuff. But I, it, my understanding is that it is now a phone in, write in. It's all just... online through email. I but like you can go in person and sit down with like a city judi- the word that I'm prosecutor, for, prosecutor, judification officer, whatever. I don't adjudicator. know. Judicator, that judification. What am I saying? <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's a lot more user friendly now. It, whenever you get a ticket. You read the back of the ticket. Your options are on the back. Option one, which is you go online and pay it. Two, go online and appeal the ticket. And you will have a back and forth dialogue with uh, the city who will determine whether or not they're going to, you know, deal with the ticket accordingly, whether serve you the full fine or give you a break and reduce the fine. That's up to them. But it's all out of our hands once we've issued a ticket. Court days are no more. I miss court. I, I really do miss court. Yeah. And and people would say, I'm going to take you to court. I'm like, don't don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I love court. I I uh, will show up. Yeah. Well, I, I here's my thing. And you may have noticed this. I talk a lot. And uh, <laughs> my the opportunity for basically court was doing this before the internet. Right? I would go and I would say my piece and I would articulate the law and I would and it was always an opportunity for me to, you know, as my kids say, Show what you know, and, <laughs> and it was like I I, I, I I like to know uh, and 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 read up on stuff. And any charge I didn't know, uh, you learned about it. And any any charge you messed up on, you you got raked over the coals because you made a boo boo. The person got off, and you never made that mistake again. So I loved court. I don't care if I won or lose. I I liked court. Uh, and you know, I do my little Perry Mason thing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we talked about this. We talked about that. Uh, what is this? Oh, uh, this is this is a comment from Ryan Pinn in regards to uh, maro- marijuana and legal drugs, I guess. Uh, the Royal Canadian Air Force mm. has a 60, 60 days. I guess if you're going to fly a multi-million dollar jet, you best not be on drugs. Yeah. Or, or have it had it at two months. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I can't even. It's not worth any. It's not worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, what's this? Oh, interesting. Mm. Oh, don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it, I was reading that too. We're at, that's the response from tech support, which I don't know. <laughs> uh, we didn't do anything. It just started working again, so can't explain. Uh, does it literally grind Aaron's gears when cyclists run reds? Yes, it does. Me too. Especially, you know, when I'm coming to a stop in uniform, I'm being the Good example, trying to, well, I have to be the good example. I am a person in uniform doing a job on a bicycle, and we have to obey all the rules of the road. Uh, And, yeah, there's been every day I come to a stop sign, a traffic light. And can I just say, for the people on the e-assist bikes, and I've seen, yeah, e-bikes, because I've seen this happen, like, this week, multiple times, do not go on a red light because the other direction could have an advance and you're going to go and you could potentially get yourself hurt and injured because a car has the advance to make a left turn at the intersection, whatever. Literally saw this the other day. A car was laying on the horn. Those e-bikes, they go off fast, right? So just just don't do it. <laughs> yes, it, it it grinds my gears. We could talk about this for a full hour. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, anybody breaks the laws. When I see it, it drives me bananas because I know yeah. what's right and I know what's wrong. My kids know what's right and wrong. How these drivers assume it's okay to break the law and put other lives at risk. 
Um, not okay. And I think those people should be forever taken off the road and never allowed to drive again. But since that's not an option that I can make happen, giving them tickets would be my next best. And hopefully that would sting enough that they would change their behavior. Uh, Benz says, slowly, there we go. <laughs> I'm looking for a school for police foundations, and I'm thinking Centennial <laughs> College, would you recommend it? I cannot recommend it, even if I, if I had an opinion, which I don't. Uh, I can't give you a, a recommendation. I have spoken to classes in both Humber and Centennial um, <laughs> and, and even a, a private college before as a, as a guest lecturer. Um, I do not, however, have any frame of reference nor the ability to give you a reference. I would say go and uh, speak to them and, uh, and ask them questions. And these are, these are good things that you can do. Wow, I found someone to mute. I love it when people give me a reason to, to mute or block them. <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, what's the story? That's that's the story. But I do wish you all the luck. I, I, you, I, if you don't, you don't need to take police foundations to become a member of the Toronto Police Service or any other police service. In fact, having an education in a completely different yet complementary, um, you know, uh, topic or, or or subject is a good thing. And what I mean by that is, if you learned, um, I don't know. I was going to try and make a joke about dance, but I can't because I forgot the word I was looking for. So we'll move on. Uh, no, if you want to be, get into accounting or medical or uh, emergency management or forensics, but not necessarily police foundations, you stand to bring talent to our family here at, at, at the police service. Mm -hmm. So you make us better because you bring talent with you. Uh, if you bring something that everybody has the same as uh, you, you are just the same as everybody else. Additionally, we are going to train you the way we want you to be trained, which may conflict with things you've learned, which means you have to be retrained. Um, just food for thought. If you qualify, if you can meet the requirements to apply today, then apply today and don't necessarily have to go and do other stuff. Now, they had a follow-up question. This is Ben's again. Your rookie year as an officer, is it true it is really strict and if you do mess up, you're kicked off the force? It depends on what we're talking about. Like, if you do something and you have cause to be kicked out of the service, then that's very likely. Because if you do something criminal, uh, say goodbye. Like, you know, <laughs> but if you know, is it really strict? It's always really strict. You are representing the Toronto Police Service. Uh, you are held to a higher, uh, you know, level. You you are expected to do the right thing and represent us. And everyone in this uniform wants you to represent them appropriately. So, is it strict? Uh, it used to be really, really, really strict. I mean, it was sock checks when I got to work to make sure <laughs> you're wearing you were black socks, black or blue. That was the yeah. only option. And now I don't know the last time uh, anyone checked, but maybe it's because we all do the right thing now. I don't know. I would never even. I don't own white socks unless they're being worn with gym shorts in the gym. Like, <laughs> like my Seriously. my my daily wear does not include a separate drawer. They never get worn unless even with sneakers. If I, not that I wear sneakers, but uh, anyway, moving along. Uh, do, do, do. Can a person sleep on the highway? Did I talk about this already? Can you park on the highway? Can you park uh, on, on the... Oh, this was someone who was like spamming the chat when it wasn't working. Yes, um, which I understand. I forget. Yeah, no, I, it's fine. So uh, I, I guess for me, like, if they're falling asleep at the wheel, are they allowed to pull over to the side of the highway, take a little nappy poo, and, you know... It, that's a dangerous thing. I yeah. I don't know. I would try to pull off the highway personally and go to a parking lot somewhere. Much safer. Much safer, yeah. The the deal is that uh, could you emergency park? Like if you just could not control, we're talking either medical emergency, you can't control, uh, it, it, you've left it too long is what you've done. If you're getting to the point where you just it's unsafe for you to continue, you've left it too long. And, and yeah, you could pull over. 
temporarily, but should you be having a nap there, it's very, it's a very good chance that someone's going to drive into you, and and that crash could uh, end your days. Uh, so, Aaron's suggestion is, is is very accurate. Pull off the highway uh, to a safe, well lit area. Yeah. Yes. Uh, could you be ticketed for parking on the King's Highway? Yeah, you could. There's, there's actually an offense for that. Um, what else we got here? Can I get a ticket for not respecting stop signs in a parking lot since it's a private property? Uh, those signs are not enforceable by the Highway Traffic Act because they are not on the highway. Um, it could be other things, like obviously if you cause a collision because you're running through them, that's a problem. You can get charged for that. Um, but... but you could even be in a situation if you were doing silliness and stunt driving through them, but there's no stop sign offense. It just could be adding to the evidence against you for other offenses. Uh, what we got here? Checking time. Maybe we go 15 more minutes if that's cool. Go to 11:30. Oh yeah, it's already 11:15. If we, if time flies when you're yeah. having fun. It's what we, Friday we, we went for. About. We went for two hours. Like, I on, know. On two, was it Tuesday <laughs> when JD nearly lost yeah. his mind? Had <laughs> enough. I'm leaving. He, yeah. he, he's on strike right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hunger strike at home, I think. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, we've got not a question, just a comment. Just wanted to say thanks for the good work and advocacy that PEO Aaron Urquhart does. Aww. I genuinely feel that our work is adding value to the city and its people. Chris Kemp, Stop thank it. you for acknowledging Aaron and thank completely you. ignoring me and the work that I... Whatever, right? Like, doesn't mean He's nothing. flip his table. <laughs> no, it's way too much expensive equipment for yeah, that. No, flipping tables would not go over well. Yeah. Uh, but Chris, I, thank you for the thank you, even though it wasn't thank for you. me. Thank you. Well... We appreciate with Sean, without Sean here, I wouldn't be here. So we've been working together for a while now. Yes. We, you know, it's yeah. really, it's really. I I remember your first TikTok or 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 one of your first TikToks. Yeah. Your, was it your well, first? Well, the one that you helped with with yeah. Jason. Yeah, that was like one of the first three I did, and we put so much effort into that, oh, yeah. and it turned out great. It was fun. That was the 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 what was that what was that one? How I just remember him strolling. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. We've had a lot of fun doing this stuff and, and, and bringing <laughs> education to the public in a very, very different way. Um, you know, now between us, we have, well, how many followers do you have now on TikTok? I lost quite a few over the last three months. Yeah. But I'm still over 350, 100,000. So 350,000. Yeah. But I was up, I was at like 359 before. I, it's a couple hundred thousand. It's fine. I, we bounced I'm around not, a bit. I'm not concerned. You know, the people that want to be there are still there. So I appreciate I appreciate all of you for being there for me to create content for. Because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing it. So. Well, it's true. We do it because we <laughs> it, it does well. And it, it's it's got positive response. Just like, uh, and occasionally thanks for Aaron. Um <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sore. I'm not. I'm not He's been, now Sean's bitter. <laughs> no, this He's is going to ignore all the questions for me. Now. <laughs> no, it's no, but no. Sean does a really good. Like I, what he does on the live, I'm not comfortable doing this by myself. Like this is why I like to come on his live because he's so good at what he does with keeping up with the questions and picking the really good ones. So. I value what you do. Well, too. I thank you very much. Somebody <laughs> appreciates me. Uh, it, it, even my kids uh, say occasionally they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You do what you do." <laughs> no, but you know what? The service appreciates it. They they really do support us. Uh, mainstream media has been phenomenal about it. They and and, and uh, this channel, Traffic Services, is now the largest educational 
police channel in the world. Wow. 633, 630 yeah. or 628,000 or something right Gold, I got to a million. We, a million is the next step. And it's we being, would hope, yeah. But it's being, like, it's, we, it's a slow, I feel like once you get like close to half a million or I'm getting close to that, I'll be happy if I get to half, but, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't, no. the numbers don't matter. Well, we don't get paid more because we- No, it, we, we don't we get do paid our, by TikTok, everyone. That's right. We do not, and yeah. Anyways, let's move, let's move on to some questions because people are like, why are these people talking about stuff they don't care about? <laughs> no one cares what we're talking about. They just want answers to their questions. And uh, RX Express Glids? Glides? I don't know. Rye Express? I don't know. Express Glids. Uh, why do some enforcement officers issue tickets to trucks in no parking zones, but others don't? This is for Aaron hmm. in brackets. Well, I can't speak to why the other officers do, um, but it could be like in no parking zones trucks or people who are on delivery they only get 10 minute grace time and that's on side streets and i made a video about this recently right it was like a on this day that i did for delivery drivers and i've made tons of content for couriers uber eats delivery drivers on where they can and can't park for this but in terms of like if you're talking about like a big like semi or something like that um if it's there for more than 10 minutes i'm going to issue it a ticket because then that it shouldn't be there for more than 10 minutes in a no parking zone or if it's on an arterial road, it's like it's not exempt for uh, any loading or unloading or deliveries. So, like for example, Young Street, if you're parking a big semi or even just a personal economy car uh, to do a quick delivery, or if you're over ten minutes, or sorry, I'm I messed up there. If you're on an arterial road yeah. in a no parking zone, you are not exempt to make a delivery or load there. Period. Okay, but if it's on a side street, you get the ten minutes, but. I can't speak as to what other officers do. Everyone, every officer has their own discretion, but it is up to us to obey our policies that we've put in place, not the law, our policy as Toronto Police Parking Enforcement Officers, which gives that 10 minute grace period on side streets for deliveries. That was a lot, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like you can't stop talking, but you wanna stop talking, but it doesn't work. I totally get it. Um, Interesting. Okay, so Prince Dodi, finally, I got a question there that you were trying to ask. Uh, someone by the name of Explain That says, go away, as though we would. It kind of makes me want to stay here longer. Uh, <laughs> just saying, the power of the internet. You, know, you could have just, just scrolled on instead of typing that, but thank no, you No, but they typed a whole bunch of stuff. They said yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. One, we actually oh. wrote donut earlier. I don't understand. Uh, maybe they're trying to st stitch together one sentence and it's just really hard, so they take breaks after a few words. I get it. It's it's hard. Expression is difficult. Um, is RCMP harder to get hired uh, than, pol is it, than police? Like municipal police? Well, yeah, because we're all police, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, we're all looking for people. That's the, the truth. Um, and that, not just in Canada, like internationally, it is, it is, there, there's so much bad press and, um, new think that makes police, like vilifies police that some people are like, I don't want to be police. Police are suddenly, mm. and, and the truth is if we don't have police, we're in big trouble. Uh, it, you know, where it was, uh, something that many people, and I, I've wanted to be a police officer since I was a kid. I, have I shown you the photo? Which one? I, I'm guessing that I did not show you the oh. photo. If you have to say that, <laughs> uh, I will. I will pull the photo. I, I should just load it onto the computer. So earliest, oh. earliest, uh, Sean wanting to be a cop. I don't know if I was five uh, oh or, or six, but that is a oh siren helmet. That is a <laughs> siren cute. helmet. That is uh, that is little me 
wanting to be a cop, knowing that I would one day wear a helmet as a motor officer. Uh, yeah, that, so you know what? For those who make it a lifelong thing and, 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 and want to serve the public and want to, uh, to do good, then uh, yeah, it, it, for me it was the best thing since sliced bread getting hired. But that's all I've ever wanted to do. And I've done a lot of different things, but still I, I, I followed the dream. Uh, so what am I trying to say? Um, go get hired where you want to work. Uh, there's lots of opportunities all over the place. And, uh, but, but know that RCMP can ship you anywhere in Canada. OPP can ship you anywhere in the province. And Toronto can ship you anywhere in the city. I like where I live. I don't want to move because of a job. Thus, I'm, and, and I always wanted to be a Toronto copper, just saying. Yeah. Uh, rules about having dogs in the car. Uh, did you go to police? So while I'm looking for other things to comment on, did I go to the police college at Elmer? I did. All police officers in the province of Ontario must go to the Ontario Provincial Police or the Ontario Police College, OPP, and all municipal forces. Uh, so yes, I did, as did everyone else. Uh, RCMP has their depot in Saskatchewan, which they don't pay you to go to, from my understanding. Oh. That sounds less fun. I like no. being paid. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. We're going to comment about this one. Uh, but yes, uh, and I really enjoyed Elmer. Not everybody had good things to say about it. I had fun. Um, okay, while well, still looking, <laughs> Alex, uh, Tracy already responded to Alex, but <laughs> I will respond anyway. How fast should we drive in the HOV lane? The speed limit and no more. In fact, sometimes you should go less. Uh, speed differential is a big problem. So if everyone's doing zero, they're stopped traffic, and there's nobody in the HOV, and the speed limit says 100, people will probably do 130. But the, the truth is you shouldn't be even doing 100. You should try and avoid doing more than a 30 to 40 kilometer speed differential. Because guess what people do when there's stopped traffic is they determine whether or not they're gonna break mm -hmm. the law, drive over the hash mark and into the HOV lane. And you see the most horrific collisions when someone pulls off uh, from the stopped traffic, not even paying attention to the fact that there's a car approaching at 100 plus kilometers an hour, yeah. and then people get, and well, they get dead. Yeah. No fun. Uh, question about parking. Actually, I don't know if it's a Sean question. It's really an Aaron question. Can I be parking cop if I'm deaf in my right ear? Honestly, um, I think that's a question for the employment, employment unit. unit and the medical or wellness department. Because um, honestly, I I don't remember. It's been so long since I've been hired. But we do have to go through like a medical. Did you have a hearing um, test? Not that I so vision so court officers because you have remember. to be you have to have proper color acuity meaning that you have to be you cannot be colorblind to be a police officer uh and people who are colorblind historically would go and uh become court officers right now i'm looking at the minimum requirements for parking it says successful completion of grade 12 18 plus years eligible to work in canada minimum of one year demonstrated experience working in customer service capacity i didn't know that uh valid g driver's license possess okay so I don't see physical requirements here. That might be under, oh wait, oh no, that's just a salary and I don't see uh, it. Because there's no, phys, like you don't have to fight, you don't get fight, uh, any kind of weapons training that I'm aware of. Um, oh wait. But you do have to do your OACP certificate So now for parking enforcement, the special constable version. But I'm not sure what if like in that certificate, um, certification, if there's like a medical testing I, I believe there's an eye exam. Yeah. But like, I don't have 20, like I have to go get glasses and I'm still on the job. Well, as you, yeah, you can, you don't have to have 20, 20 vision. I don't know. I would, I would inquire through talent, talent and acquisition. 
to answer that question. I don't want to give you the wrong information. And they have a Twitter account. They have they, they have ways to get a hold of you, yes. or vice versa. You have ways of getting a hold of them. How can I find parking enforcement jobs in Hamilton? I would probably check on the Hamilton website. Not all parking enforcement officers are managed by the police agencies in their jurisdiction. Your no. regional police does not handle parking. It's the city or the uh, yeah, it's the city. Same with Hamilton. I know about it. Is well. that right? It, it's yeah, but they're not under the police umbrella. They're under, I believe, like city as well, city of Hamilton. I've got a bunch of real questions, but I thought I would address this question since it makes <laughs> me laugh. Uh, I know when people try and hurt my feelings, they don't realize I'm a parking for I'm a parking for <laughs> officer. I'm a Toronto police officer, and I work in traffic. Thus, I have no feelings. Uh, how many donuts do you consume on a daily basis? Um, usually none. Uh, but if I did, they'd be raspberry filled. Just saying. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do upgraded from a donkey. Okay. Um, obviously, it's not a real question. We'll move along. Uh, okay. Why is there no short-term insurance? Private company, private question, I couldn't tell you. Maybe they, probably because they don't want to have people, uh, it, it's probably not worth it for them to do, but that's that's a question for insurance companies. I have no idea. Um, what is this? I know it was common during the pandemic, but I haven't heard for a while. Oh, thank you for your service. Uh, the, uh, the statement is, I know it was common during the pandemic, but I haven't heard it for a while. Thank you for your service. Um, it, Thank you for the thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> it, it was something we really, you know, first responders really got a lot of thank yous. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, I, 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 until you mentioned it, I hadn't acknowledged the lack of that recently. So now I now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I really do appreciate that. Uh, and, and they even added the service that got cut off. No. And it was the service. Um, all right. There's some duplication here. Let's get to the stuff that was like, like flagged earlier. Um, somewhere in Washington, she was going well over 100, got her passenger, uh, got passenger killed, got driven to Canada, where the authorities detected she was drunk and still got to fight. Oh, flight, what, what are we talking what? about? I don't know what the story <laughs> is. Uh, I'm guessing somebody got away with something. Uh, that sounds terrible. I don't know how uh, they were not held in custody, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Logan Gosh, texted just... me. He's enjoying this this live stream. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. We got that. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about this. Now I want to Google it. Uh, Stu Pitt. What a great username. It probably it probably is very accurate. Uh, what wax do you use on your head? Uh, turtle wax, of course. Uh, squeezed from fresh turtles. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Uh, you know what? This is what happens when TikTok gets straight through and we don't have a moderator. Yeah. But you know what? I do appreciate this. It makes the fun the show fun. Uh, again, no feelings here. <laughs> have you seen the, the the Simpsons episode where Homer works at the bowling alley and no. he sticks his head in the bowl shiner? Or the ball shiner? And he Maybe. comes out and he can like see the reflection of people. <laughs> Anyways. Does he does he get special like like powers or no, like he he puts his bald head like in where they put the bowling balls to like shine them and yeah, it's anyways, a Simpsons reference. I, I need to watch more Simpsons. I actually, it seems like whenever I would turn on the Simpsons, it would be the same bloody episode, so I, uh, I just gave up. Yeah. And uh, and for that, I, I feel like Simpsons. I missed out. Well, I, 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 I did, I, I think I, I canceled my Disney subscription, um, but I, I think it was there. It was on, yeah, it's on Disney. So the question was, G1 license holder drive on a company, how many demerit points is that? Zero. There's no demerit points, but I will tell you that it doesn't matter that there's no demerit points. It comes with an instantaneous upon conviction suspension for 30 days on your first conviction. On your second conviction, 90 days. 
on your third conviction, you're kicked out of the graduate licensing program. And what demerit points do is work towards suspension. So they just skip all that. Eh, no points necessary. Bye-bye license. That's what happens. Uh, so uh, glad you asked that. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. By the way, anyone who lets you drive a car uh, when you're a G1 unaccompanied, they get a ticket too. Uh, and if you took it without permission, then you get criminal charges for take vehicle without consent. It's a magical world in which we live. Uh, why are there no left turns on green lights? Depends on the intersection. Depends on what that, uh, the consequence and what the, how it affects the flow of traffic. And it's not a police question. It's a city planning and engineering question. But at the end of the day, there's obviously a reason for it because somebody did something silly, mm -hmm. probably. Uh, let's see. Oh, if for some reason we're not able to merge to the highway at 90 kilometers an hour, what can we do? So you're saying you can't get up to speed or they're going so much faster that there's no opportunity to merge in. The idea is that you use as much of the merge lane as possible to get up to the appropriate speed. Uh, but if you can't get in, you may have to stop because obviously you can't just, you know, turn into the vehicle that's not letting you in. Now, excuse me, vehicles that are taking, you should, courtesy, common courtesy is let people in, right? Create a gap, slow down, but people are so busy breaking the law, they have a difficulty, uh, you know, taking care of their, their I never their, understand their that for the merge lane. Like, just let, everyone's got to get on. But people yeah, are, are so busy speeding that <laughs> no, you know, they yeah. got somewhere to go. They got to be there. But I got to go over there, and I got to get there before the next guy. Or if it's already like traffic backed up, and they get out of the highway and get into the oh, merge that's lane. A big, that's I big. hate that. <laughs> well, if they drive over a bullnose to do that, uh, mm. they, they should get charged. Yeah. For driving off the roadway. And I'm like, if, what, uh, for, to what? Get ten car lengths ahead? People are so entitled mm. and so. Oh. <laughs> and and it's just being you know it, it's funny it's it's just. It's just not being a good human. You're just not being good to anyone. You're just so yeah. selfish yeah. that you've determined that you you are just more important than everybody else. Yeah. And those are the people that, oddly enough, get into a lot of collisions, have terrible insurance ratings, and 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 their dogs secretly hate them. <laughs> if you didn't know that, yeah. now you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why why do enforcement officers... We talked about oh, this we one. Talk about that. Uh, can a person be a police officer with a pardoned record? Well, according to the, the the website, the answer would be yes. Uh, it's going to be on a case by case basis. If there's some things uh, that that would probably prevent you, but I'm not. I've never been in that situation to review. Okay, I'm not an employment officer. Uh, they would be the right people to ask. And uh, uh, I I question why that's a good idea or not. But you know, maybe there maybe it was something when you were a kid, uh, minor. But you know, if you if you were a bank robber but decided that you wanted to now catch bank robbers. You, it, it would be either, either great skill set that you would bring to the table uh, or just a no-go. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, we were talking about where do you put the ticket if the windshield wipers are up, and the suggestion is the gas door. Oh, that, I've never done that. I the problem <laughs> don't is think that's good either. <laughs> no, or the gas I, tank? No, yeah, no, no I'm not going to do that. You want to put it somewhere they'll There's, find yeah, it. Yeah, somewhere they're going to find it. Uh, st st stupid. Uh, actually, we can just call it stupid uh, because th that's what it says. Uh, you ever eat food from your beard? My my beard is not food worthy. I mean, I, I I've evicted a squirrel or two over the years, but that's oh, so that's that is silly. Uh, let's see here. But I gave them the time of day. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't have. Uh, but I, I I often find it entertaining to to speak to someone's anyway. <laughs> uh, I was driving someone else's car um, when I borrowed the car, did not check for number plates because... I think there's a second There part. is. Yeah. Uh, I saw plates on the rear of car while driving. Two police officers in an SUV made a U-turn 
pulled me over. I see there's a continuation. Uh, yes. And the officer came back and issued me with a ticket for $116 for not displaying a front license plate. Not my car, I'm assuming, is the final. Oh, not, not okay, because they borrowed the person's so, car. So here is the hmm. not fun truth. And that is if you borrow someone's car, you're entirely responsible for displaying the plates, knowing where the insurance and ownership are. You're responsible. So you got the ticket because they have a car that doesn't meet grade. Um, it should have been $110 in the province of Ontario, not 116 but I'm, you know, I'm not going to judge that, anyone. Uh, it, the deal is that it's still your ticket. Uh, you need to do a circle check. You're not, you need to make sure that you're driving a vehicle that's, that's safe and insured. Uh, like, could you imagine if you would have hit somebody and found out that the vehicle wasn't insured? Now they would be the one charged for no insurance. You would, uh, you would be the one who may have suffered injuries and not be covered. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just bad, bad stuff. Borrowing cars is a risk. Renting cars is a risk. Cause when an officer pulls you over and you give them your driver's license, they're issuing the ticket to you, right? Like yeah. The driver, not the, and not like what I do, which is them ticketing the vehicle, not a person. Mm -hmm. Yes. So just it's a, it's a different. It's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are the rules about having dogs in a car? So there's no real rule other than you can't have them on your lap or in your space. Uh, in terms of for their safety, backseat is best, tethered or crated. Yes, that's the best thing. Uh, we've got. I'm late, but a good morning. I don't know. Time Tracy came into the live, but we're glad that you're here. Uh, Boss Tiger says, Shabbat Shalom, officers. Well, Shabbat Shalom to you, too. Uh, <laughs> which is, uh, uh, for those who don't know, Shabbat is, is Friday and Saturday, uh, and Shalom is hello, goodbye, and peace. So uh, oh. there you go. You got your international uh, introduction uh, to that. Um, zombie, I am. I, I will probably for, uh, apologize for a month or so. Uh, zombie created an introduction for the show that I have yet to pull my stuff together in time to put it. So let's work for Monday. Monday we'll roll Zombies film clip intro uh, to the show. Okay. I'm gonna make that commitment and then when we get off the air in like five minutes or ish, because we're already five minutes behind yeah, when I said I would. Uh, we, we still we'll, have we'll lots of questions. It. Well, there's lots of questions and we're having fun. So yeah. uh, let me scroll back up to the top. What do you think about police auditors? Have you seen these people on the internet who walk around, uh, basically cause people aggravation, uh, and then when they're questioned by police, tell them how they know more about the police than, than the police do. And in some cases, I got to admit, I've seen some pretty horrible videos yeah. where the cops are just horrible. Like it's, I, I don't want to speak badly about, uh, about cops sometimes. And maybe it's because they're just tired of dealing with these people. But like, are you talking about like people who go up to police officers with like their phone in their yeah, face and just and, start, and, and, you know, and, and I have my rights and I know you can't questions do this and, and yeah. kind of poking the bear type thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, where you're legally permitted to do stuff, go legally do it. But if you're being asked to leave, you know, do do stuff that you're supposed to do, not stuff you're not supposed to do. Uh, I don't have a real opinion. I, I do watch a lot of the videos because I, again, find some of them very entertaining. Uh, but some of them I just, I shake my head and, mm. in dismay. Yeah. Some of them are terrible. Uh, let's see here. We got, do you do street patrols? Do I do? Um, did that not work? There we go. Tyler Scott wants to know if I do street patrols. Uh, I do not. Uh, I don't go on the road. I used to. I was at, well, I didn't, didn't I, I would be in a car patrolling the streets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you patrol? I do. I do street patrol. I went out yesterday, actually. Rode all the way from here to over to the Danforth. 
I'm back. So that's a good 20 kilometers. And I like that you post like your roots sometimes yeah. on, your, on your, your stuff. Yes. Actually, I was uh, filming yesterday. I didn't realize it was on time lapse. And then I watched. I was like, oh, that's cool. The sun. I like time lapse. Nice. Yeah. So maybe I'll post that later. Uh, what is this? Hello there. I drive a tour bus. What do we do when cars park in the motor coach? What is it? Wait, what? What's this? I drive tour bus. Oh, okay. Um, I know what they're trying to ask. So I actually ticketed. I ticket for this quite often because on some of the streets that I go to there, it's by the uh, Greyhound station by Edward and Dundas there. Anyways, uh, yeah, when you, people park in the motor coach parking areas, it displaces the large buses, which those areas are meant for. Um, so what you can do is you can flag one of us down, but I don't go park it somewhere where you have space to park it. Um, generally when I see a tour bus and if it's downtown and the drivers are in it, I will, I will speak to the driver say, Hey, what's going on? Are you waiting for a group to pick up? As long as they're not somewhere where it's, you know, really obstructing traffic. That's me. That's my discretion. Um, but yeah, you could always call us as well and put in a parking complaint and request enforcement and we can come and hopefully move people along or even tow them if, uh, if that's the case. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, someone wants to know if you could be a police officer with a DUI. I doubt it, but I, I don't know. That's an employment question that you should ask the employment unit. Uh, obviously that'd be, you have to be pardoned. You can't be a police officer with a, a conviction that you've not received a pardon for. Here's a really good question about cyclists. We'll pl uh, plug that for a second. Um, okay, question about G2. Uh, why doesn't Aaron become a real cop? <laughs> uh. they, they said... <laughs> real cop? Well, I am not a police officer to begin with, so... so not a fake cop. Yeah, I'm not not a a I am a civilian in Toronto Police Service, a uniformed civilian. But, you know, it's it, I've thought about it a lot over the years, and... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I have my reasons. I don't really feel like getting into it right now. <laughs> well, it's a big change. You are, it you is, are... It's a big lifestyle change. You know, I'm very established in this position. Uh, I like this position. I, I like being able to go out on my bike and enforce parking bylaws. You know, it, it's not as strenuous, I would say, as a police officer in terms of what you're dealing with out on the road, the but kind of calls you're going to. You have some seniority. You're doing a very high-end job that's very specialized. If you were just a, an officer out on the, on patrol, not the media relations officer, um, I, I could see different motivation. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's just all about personal preferences. Um, I will say when I, when I started, um, you know, I did take police foundations. That was the end goal, but also the way of the world has also changed in the last nine years that I've been on this job. And yeah, it's just, it's not something that I, I think, I, I think if I wanted to do it, I would have done it already. I'll, I'll say that. Well, so. you never know. You never know. Never I'm never going to say never, you know, there's, there's people that do a career change, you know, older than I am, right? There's some people do a career change in their forties, fifties, sometimes even sixties. So, and I know people in parking in who my, have spent... In my class, 50-some-odd years old, someone came through. Yeah, yeah. and there was, uh, you know, there's been people that I've known on this job who've been in parking for 15, 20 years, and then all of a sudden, they want to go special constable, or they want to go PC. I've been seeing a lot of parking they, enforcements go special. Yeah, and they put in, you know, the effort and the work to, to get to that next level, and yeah, it's just about whether I want to do that. <laughs> It's but I appreciate the question, anyways. Well, it's like it's it's like like anything. Becoming a sergeant means a total change of your role and responsibilities. Yeah, it's like it's like having another job on top of your job, trying to get a new job type thing. 
But anyways, yeah. We'll never Let's see. Never. What's the future of electric bike scooters and those single wheel rides? Well, I can't tell you what the future is because I've yet to become a psychic. I've read the books, but they don't work. Uh, mm. What's the future of electric bikes? Well, electric bikes, I, I imagine the technology will continue to, to improve, but the rules remain the same at the moment. Uh, if they're capable of going more than 32 kilometers an hour, have more than a 500 watt uh, motor, and weigh more than 120 kilos, and uh, they must have pedals. So if they, if they don't have pedals, uh, are heavier than the 120, have more than 500 watts of, energy, uh, of, of power rating, or are capable of going more than 32, well, they're motorcycles, they're not electric bikes, and they're illegal, they need license ownership and insurance. Scooters being e-kick scooters are prohibited in the city of Toronto. I don't know if there's any change to making that legal. Uh, currently, it's $110 fine for using them anywhere in the city of Toronto. Of course, they have to be legal ones to not end up with bigger, badder uh, charges. Um, when I mean bigger, badder, meaning if it goes more than, if it's capable of going more than 24 kilometers an hour, more than 500 watts, or has a seat, those are prohibited, and they fall under motor vehicle status, and big tickets for no license, no insurance, and so on apply to those. And then the single-wheel rides, those electric unicycles, are totally and absolutely prohibited on roads anywhere in Ontario. It is a motor vehicle. It is an unsafe one at that, and we would charge you with multiple thousands of dollars worth of tickets. Okay. I have a friend watching the yes, live Yes, I, right I now. saw you doing the secret, the secret <laughs> uh, hand, hand uh, sign language to them. I'm smiling uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got here, what do we do? Uh, illegally parked cars during rush hour decrease lanes of traffic and slow the flow down or slows, flow slows down. Yes, that's why I say that parking enforcement officers are the unsung heroes of the, uh, of the city. You guys keep the city moving and if it wasn't for you, no one would be getting anywhere. And I'm ready we have traffic. Could you imagine if we had half as many lanes available because people decided to just leave their stuff and go see a movie. Yeah, or even if they, you know, stop and park for whatever they're doing for, I was only two minutes. In a rush hour, that's two minutes of chaos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two everybody... minutes of, of cars having to, you know, all have to get around your car. It's meant to have a clear, clear lane of traffic. Totally. Thea says, court being on Zoom makes life easier for us paralegals. I imagine it makes life better for everybody. Uh, but I don't know what the future of that is. I've heard rumblings that some people want it and other people don't. So only time will tell. Uh, but I, I've never, have I ever, maybe once, I think I, I think I had one case that was video court and it got dismissed. So I never actually, it was, I never had the fun. Never got to have the fun. Uh, Mark, the tech guy says, thank you for your service and thank you for the thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, what's the average shift for a police officer? There's so many different shifts. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're not talking about what we do on the average shift, but what the average shift hours are. Uh, when I was on the road, it was very different, so I can't really speak to it now. Now it's like 11 and a half hour shifts. Uh, you work seven days on, seven days off. And beyond that, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, does Officer Kerry Schmidt follow traffic laws in his, in his McLaren 675LT? I bet he speeds a little. I'm not aware of him having a McLaren. What? I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I saw Kerry yesterday. Um, I'm gonna call him when I get off the air. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna call him, but my phone is currently in use broadcasting uh, uh, on on Instagram. So uh, let's see here. Mm. Oh, someone wants to know how to check if the license is suspended. Go to trafficcop.ca. Scroll down to useful links. There's actually a a link to check license status that is for free. And it's in case you were going to loan a friend your car and you want to make sure that they're licensed so you don't get a ticket. Well, that's how you do it. Uh, yeah, he, he had a police car that was a Corvette, uh, a new Stingray, that was on loan from GM because they were using it as a show car. Uh, but I'm not, I've never seen him in a McLaren. 
So maybe you know something I don't. But I'm going to bug him. Can a cyclist get a speeding ticket? What do you think? Uh, no, maybe yes. I don't know if they have like I, I don't know. Can they? Well, well, it, it, I well, I, I'm just remembering about what happened in the summer, like it was all over the media. So that was involving a, a park, and in parks, there's yeah. a 20 kilometer hour maximum speed for everyone. Rollerblader, who also don't have odometers. Odometers, by the way, measure distance traveled as opposed to speedometers, which mention they don't tell you how fast you're going. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you have a speedometer; you're still responsible for doing the speed limit. Uh, now, for nine dollars, I think it is on Amazon, you can go get a speedometer which happens to have an odometer on it mm. uh, but cyclists uh, cannot actually qualify for speeding tickets on the highway on the highway does okay. not apply to them yeah, well, they, don't, they don't have a license plate right or, well it's not for that reason because bicycles uh, can get other tickets so That's bicycles right. can get stop sign tickets and careless tickets uh interesting thing though e-bikes if they go if they're not capable of going more than 32 kilometers an hour they're bicycles for the purposes of the enforcement of the highway traffic act if however there's no pedals or they're doing 40 kilometers an hour they are now subject they are they are motorcycles they are motor vehicles and they're qualified for everything so if you have an e-bike doing 40 in a 30 absolutely you're getting a ticket just saying the more you know the more you know <laughs> yeah I, wanna, I need to clip that yeah <laughs> okay uh my friend is a g2 no he is a g2 my friend is a g2 driver and got pulled over on his phone at a red light the cop said the ticket was $615 and demerit but after he paid his license suspension got sent out do you know why yes because he's a g2 driver and there is something called it's an enhanced consequences and it's 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 novice driver something or other wording escapes me at the moment however if you get a ticket that comes with um four demerit points uh you get a 30-day suspension if you get a accumulate so this may not have been their first ticket if you accumulate um more than i think six demerit points you get a 30-day suspension there's a whole bunch of things now i want to look it up and make sure um g2 no novice driver type actual words novice almost able to okay here we go uh tickets for g1 drivers no it's not what i want escalating penalties that's what i'm looking for so g1 and g2 drivers two or more points you get a warning letter six points you get a second warning letter nine points or more you get a 60-day suspension so that's for simply for getting your points um yeah but if you get a ticket that has more than four points on its own, it's a 30-day suspension, then a 90, then a, then a, you get kicked out. So there's a bunch of different stuff. Uh, what else is there? Yeah, if you look it up, it's escalating penalties, but it is correct. So probably not a good idea to use your phone when driving. Even stop the red light, still driving. Uh, we got this one already. Oh, okay, we have a debate. We have to answer a debate question. Cyclist or e-bike rider hit my car and damage it, exceeding my deductible, are they liable? So, they are not insured, and they are not uh, motor vehicles if they are compliant. Um, you could possibly sue them if they were listed as the at-fault person in the collision, or if you 
you know, believe they caused the collision. But generally speaking, no. The, the, the deductible uh, is only transferred to another insured party from my understanding of how insurance works. I am not an insurance broker or an insurance anything uh, other than someone who pays for insurance themselves. So my understanding is if you had another motor vehicle hit you, they would say, oh, it's their fault and easily you know, uh, subrogate or ask the other insurance company to cover the, uh, the stuff and things. But in the case that where there is no other money, any other person like this, a position where somebody, a, a, a pedestrian ran into the side of a car and damaged it. Um, they, they, they could be sued potentially, uh, but it's on you in the beginning. The insurance company probably won't give you uh, any love. All right, I think we got to call it because yeah, it, I'm hungry. It'll, it'll just never stop. <laughs> and we're almost in two hours again. Uh, Chase, however, loves two-hour lives. <laughs> wait, wait, day, day 467 of what? Asking? Of asking, of a, 467 days of you asking questions on lives? Not oh. for two hours, but is that, is that what this <laughs> is? You mean like doing it? it wow. Uh, it's awesome, they're keeping track. <laughs> this man knows stuff. Uh, Mark the tech guy says, when I was much younger, I got my share of tickets and would fight every ticket, and most of the time the cop would not even show up. My ticket would get dropped right away. Does this still happen? Um, in the event that an officer needs to be there, well, first of all, it's different, different jurisdictions have different rules. My understanding is York Regional Police uh, will, will now proceed on the face of the ticket with or without an officer. Um, and that's something that has been apparently amended in the HTA, and that's, that's cool that they do that. Uh, in Toronto, we send officers, and uh, um, whether it be online or in person, and it, very often prosecutors will not proceed. If we're there, we are usually off-duty. Uh, I said duty. Uh, when I, when we're, if we're off-duty... Uh, then we will be there unless we're called back in for a callback for emergency stuff or we're sick. So could you roll the dice? Potentially. Is it an absolute uh, wrong thing to do in my opinion? I get, listen, everyone does it. And, and if a friend got a ticket, I'd probably tell them to do the same thing uh, because why should somebody who works the system get the benefit and someone who's, who, who does the right thing, takes responsibility, not get the benefit? But at the same time, uh, it's costing money. It's taxpayer money. When people complain about why the taxes are so high, think about the fact that we're contributing to it by, you know, wasting taxpayer money. Just, just saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, Akilah Draconis had a quote of the day. He's been providing these lately, so let's read them. Quote of the day, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. <laughs> now, is it, that's Wild Stallions, which is, of course, do you know who that is? What movie reference? No. I don't know. Hmm. No, I don't know. I would maybe... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, right? Oh, so, I, is anyone? I know. I've, no, I've never. No seen one jumped that. into that fast enough from from the, the <laughs> chat. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. That's Bill and Ted, a movie I haven't seen in like 20 years. Um, but just saying. Okay, now I want to know. Let's Google it very quickly. Uh, be excellent to each other. I'll be upset if I'm wrong. Excuse me, I'm not yawning because I'm bored. I'm just. It's Friday. <laughs> Party on, dude. Yes, it's Bill and Ted's, of course. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that. No? Okay, can I play this? Will it work? Is it going to give me a flag on, on, on YouTube? Oh. Hey. Excellent to each other. <laughs> Party on, dudes! 
I turned off the wrong camera. I oh. think that I don't remember. I have to watch it again. It's been, it's been a. What did I just do? Oh, it's been know. a long, <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, uh, what? Now, what now we've it? jumped into our live stream. So we're. <laughs> I need to close that. Uh, okay, so I've got the November tenth calendar dad joke. Where should you keep your baseball mitt in the car? I I read it, so I'm not going to say it. In the glove compartment. Okay. That one sucked. We're we're (laughs) wrapping up our extra, extra, extra long live. Uh, Have a great weekend, everybody. Drive safe. And we will see you next week. And we'll get to do this again because it's been fun. It's good to have you back. Welcome back to the internet. Thank you. All right. See you later, everybody. Drive safe. Drive sober. Park legally.